another recap. This is episode five, an episode with a ton of drama, a ton of anticipation, and now even more anticipation for episode six. We uh, we started with the rose ceremony in this episode, as all of you can remember. And if you're listening to this right after the show, which I assume most of you are to really validate what you just saw and are thinking to yourself, I don't really know where Matt's heart is. I think that makes two of us. But I love when this rose ceremony started, how Matt came in and, and tackled the problem right away of the animosity in the house and really the the back and forth between, I think they called it varsity and JV, whatever they were going by. So I loved how he tackled that and was very out front about it and set the tone. And I think all of us kind of knew that Anna was going to get sent home. It was just a matter of time and, and that time being this episode I do want to give her a little bit more credit than maybe some people are on the self-awareness front because up until this episode, I don't think any of any of us realized if she had any self-awareness. And when looking for a partner as Matt is, it's very hard to see a future with someone who doesn't have that. And I think Matt realized that very well on this episode. But I'll give her some credit because after all of this did happen... She kind of realized, like, I fucked up a lot. And sure, it was a little too late, but I can probably guarantee you that she'll never make that mistake again, which I don't understand why anybody loves involving themselves in the drama. I mean, it just never, never has worked. Here's my take on if there's something that somebody else in the house is doing and we you need to let Matt know that they are doing it. My take is, like, I'm not going to get involved in somebody else's business, even if it's damaging to Matt or whoever the bachelor or bachelorette is. Like my take on that, I would just keep doing my thing, worry about myself, worry about that potential relationship and further it. And in my mind, my partner would have the ability to recognize that without without me coming and having to let them know. And in their mind, they're thinking, okay, well, I'm letting him or her know because I want them to see that I care and I'm looking out for them, which I think everybody sees and wants to do, but it just never works out. So that, I think, from watching the show over and over is something that I think a lot of people that will get involved in this franchise in years to come may take a little advice on as to, like, I'm just going to do, for example, what Bree does. And even when all this shit did happen this episode, she kind of just stayed to herself, very poised, very confident, quietly confident, as we saw Matt loved in Rachel, by the way, we'll get to her in a little bit. But I think that's something that a lot of people in the future are going to take. So that's my kind of take on it. Maybe you have a different one. If you do, you know where to reach us on social or email the show. And I think what happened after the Anna situation is girls in the house saw Matt walk her out and here come the apologies rolling in like you would never believe. And I think a big question that I've seen within Bachelor Nation is how sincere a lot of those apologies were. And I feel like it's with each independent person that I I have a different take on how sincere the apology is based on their character so far. And again, we don't really know all of the women, their characters outside of what we see on TV. So that's something that I always caution people of, of, If you're going to call them out for this, call them out for that. It's your 
opinion and your right to do so, but it's also a different animal trying to judge someone through what you see on a TV show. That's also something I think a lot of people forget about, but the apologies do start to roll in. I think a lot of you see that. And I was questioning how sincere some of them were. I think Victoria just, I I don't think there's any sincerity to that at all. And I, I like to call a spade a spade here because the new girls were definitely taking full advantage of this opportunity to play the pity card, even though I do feel for them and really was on their side more than anything through all of this. But they took the opportunity and ran with it, and I probably would have done the same thing. But I don't know about any of you, but maybe some of you, but I found myself laughing at Victoria this week more than ever. I laugh at her every week. Maybe some of you do too. But speaking of self-awareness, I never thought that like someone could not be so self-aware of themselves. Like Her self-awareness level throughout the show and what we watched was at a zero. And I feel like the one line that she said and me saying it maybe will bring a little bit of familiarity to you. I think during the narration process, she was like, does Matt want a wife that consistently creates drama or does he want me? And that was the whole telling tale of her time on this season 25 of The Bachelor. Like, I feel like at that point, all of you probably laughed, including me. And you just knew like Matt needs someone who's very self-aware. And I feel like everybody does too. And that line from Victoria is a classic. It's almost like you can't write this shit. That, that's how dramatic and crazy that was. So uh, I'm glad to see that she finally got the boot. I did predict a couple weeks ago she wasn't going to last longer, but that wasn't a very, uh, very random prediction. I think all of you kind of saw that coming. So we get to the rose ceremony finally after all this drama kind of happens with the little conversations going on at the cocktail party, whatever. Brittany gets the first rose, and for me, I now have her in my top three. I was going to wait till the end to release it, but I have Brittany in there, even though Abigail did get a group date rose at the end of this episode. Brittany's in there for me. I think Matt sees something with her. I don't know what it is yet. I feel like her being bullied kind of brings a little bit of a, a warm feeling to Matt as to like, hey, this is not going to happen. So right now in Matt's eyes, I feel like Brittany is a a shooting star in his eyes. I think she is definitely in that top three, but I do see Abigail on the outside looking in, but she could definitely get back into that top three, seeing what uh, what happens the rest of, of this season. How many of you guys are sitting there, by the way, when, so Brie gets, or Britain, not Brie, Brittany gets the first rose at the rose ceremony, and then it gets down to the final rose, and Victoria doesn't have one, and I can remember sitting there uh, I was texting somebody, they didn't see the episode when I did, and I was like, if, thinking in my mind while I was texting somebody else about something else, I was like, if Victoria gets the rose here, I think I'm going to throw my phone. So I'm very glad that she didn't get the rose. I'm glad that she is well gone, well off, and I think that the stare down she had with Matt at the end was a very telling tale of her character, and I'm pretty sure Matt was able to realize that very early on. But again, we all know that he is not the one making all the decisions, at least at the beginning of this in each season. So I've never been very happy to see someone go home like I was for her. And I think all of you did too. She's just way too much. Women that didn't get roses. I think there was two of them for me that uh, I thought would have. 
I thought Catalina was going to get a rose. She was one of the new women in the house. I just don't think there was a spark there with her and Matt. But I would keep an eye out on her for upcoming seasons in this franchise. I do think she may have a role. And same thing with Mari. I just don't think there was a spark. But again, I feel like if I were Matt, I probably would have. And I love always putting myself into the shoes of these situations, right? But I feel like if I was Matt at that point, I'd probably send home MJ and I'd probably send home Chelsea. And I keep Catalina and I keep Mari. But Matt did what he did and he's going to follow his heart. So that was the first rose ceremony at the beginning of this episode. I feel like they're always at the beginning and they always tease them at the end of the episodes for then the next one. So that's, I guess, what gets people coming back. So before we get into really what happened after the rose ceremony, the one-on-ones, group dates, whatever, I want to tell all of you about our good friends over at Firstport. Firstport sources some of the best vintage souvenir tees, sweats, and more notably, the history that comes behind each design. Our obsession with souvenir apparel and its ability to replicate a feeling of a city we've never been to or a college we didn't go to propelled us to create our own apparel collections that do just that. Think of any vintage or old school design that you've seen someone wearing but didn't know where to get it. Now you have the perfect place to do just that. Designed and printed in Connecticut, shipped all over the world, head to firstportcompany.com and tell them I sent you by using code ANT15 for 15% off of your next order. Again, that's firstportcompany.com. Use code ANT15 for 15% off of your next order. All right, so let's get into what happened the rest of this episode. After that rose ceremony, we get into less women in the house and now it's really getting into this time of more time of women that they have of Matt and uh, we're going to see it really start to play out as the drama continues at a level that I think we haven't even seen yet and that was teased for next episode. So who gets the one-on-ones this week? Rachel got one and so did Kit. I think Rachel getting the one-on-one was very predictable, and she's always been in my top three for Matt this whole entire time. It was just a matter of her getting a one-on-one, and as I already had mentioned, I do think Brittany does get a one-on-one next week just based off of what happened this week, and we will see what happens. But out of anybody that I've ever seen in the franchise, and maybe it's just because of Matt and her connection, she really, Rachel, has one of the best personalities I've seen And I think it's just like the little things that she does and says and movements toward Matt that really tell the whole story. And I think a lot of you have picked up on that too. I love how Matt got her red bottoms. I think that was something that was like, holy shit, he's really into her. And I feel like he had a very, very heavy hand in picking out what she was going to get in that whole entire situation. Uh, In that little, I guess, I don't even know what that was. Was that like a mini runway show? I have no idea. But that... For guys out there who don't know about red bottoms with women, that is a very, very big sign of like, I'm really into you. And I think Matt showed that very well. I already mentioned the quiet confidence thing with Brie and how poised she is. But I also do believe that Rachel has that on total lockdown and she's done a very good job of harnessing it. And and Matt calls it out. And I think that's something he really likes. And I believe that's why... Brie and Rachel are going to be there at the end of this for Matt. 
Some of you guys might have Rachel at number one this week. And, and again, it's more of like episode freshness and really what you just saw is maybe some of you last week were kind of wondering why I didn't have Michelle in there. Well, we saw this episode. There are so many women and so many relationships and connections that Matt is trying to establish and people do get forgotten about. And sure, when he sits down and talks to them, he makes sure that they are not, but it's just so hard through this whole entire process. So the Rachel one-on-one was great. I thought out of all of the one-on-ones that have happened so far, including the hot air balloon, which we saw last week, I feel like it was the best one and it really showed Rachel that Matt is super intrigued and interested and I think, again, we will see her at the end of this for him. Then we get to the group date. Uh, Pretty shitty, pun intended, by the way. That's a very big layup for me. Although I do miss a ton of those playing hoops sometimes. People that play with me know that. Anyway, uh, the group date was kind of shitty. I don't think it was great. But after the group date, I don't know if any of you noticed this too. I pick up on this or pick up on things like this all the time. When Matt does come in and and sits down in that little area that they had after the group date, did you notice where Bree was? Bree was positioned right in the middle next to where Matt was going to sit down. So that's something, guys, to maybe be mindful of and think about uh, as episodes continue to play out. Look at where women position themselves. And some of you may be thinking, oh my gosh, producers pick where they're going to sit and all that jazz, which very well may be true. But I do think Bree is very self-aware of what is going on that already had happened with Rachel in this episode. And other women are progressing a relationship. And Bree is kind of feeling like, okay, I need a one-on-one, which I do believe she does get another one-on-one. I don't know if that happens next week. It very well may. It might be her and Brittany getting one-on-ones next week. But we shall see what happens. Also at this little sit down after the group date. Abigail gained a ton of respect in my book. The maturity and and courage of that conversation she had with him was so refreshing. And I think she is very genuine, honest, and and she's very true to herself and has been throughout all of this. But I also believe that She won a little bit more affirmation, and this was probably the best way to do it, and I think she did it, and she did it very well because she did, as I already had mentioned, got the the group date rose, and I think some of the other women were kind of pissed, but that's just kind of the way that this process plays out, but I do have Abigail on the outside looking in. I probably have her at like four. I feel like we should maybe do like a, a top five or like maybe top seven every week just to kind of have you guys understand where I am on this and maybe all of you have different takes and if you do you know where we are on social or email the show but I do believe that uh, she is on the outside looking in for sure also uh, I think somebody that has to go and I hate doing this and talking about this but I do believe that MJ has to go and I think next week we will see that she does get booted. I believe that with her and Jasenia, the drama, it really reminded me of the Noah and Bennett type sit down or situation we saw in last season uh, of The Bachelorette. So we will see how that plays out. But I know they teased it. I think Matt's going to come in, probably try and get a take from both of them. He might not even entirely send one home right then and there. I think he's going to wait for the rose ceremony to do it. But I do see MJ getting booted, and I do see Jasenia 
maybe getting booted. But I think that, again, when you involve yourself in drama, you're not really allowing yourself to be in control, even though you really aren't with anything in a season that you are on. Um, so that's my prediction there. Um, also, real quick, I didn't want to forget, uh, Kit got the other one-on-one. I thought it was a nice touch, but I don't see it with her and Matt. I think there is something there. There's a little bit of intrigue for Matt, but I don't I don't see it there. I mean, maybe Kit is in my top seven if I do have one, but I just don't see it there. I think the other one-on-one he had with Rachel was definitely more impactful, and we will see that continue to play out. Uh, what else happens this week? Um, oh, yeah, the preview for next week. I feel like we just kind of ran through everything there, but uh, that's a quick update for some of you who maybe didn't catch all of this past episode. Uh, Heather Martin shows up, apparently. That was teased in a preview. That could be, I guess, next week or the week after. But it's going to get more interesting, and Chris Harrison even said, like, you could ruin this whole entire thing for Matt, so that may not end up being good. Um, so my MVP this week is Rachel. I think we're going to start doing that every week too, but my MVP this week is definitely Rachel. I think she is a, a shooting star for Matt and, uh, she is right there with Bree for the number one spot. It's a two horse race at this point uh, in this season. So, uh, Bree, Rachel and Brittany are my top three. I do think Abigail is right on the outside looking in and we will continue to see, this play out. I think next week is episode six, so more women will be gone, and we will continue to see this process play out for Matt. Uh, real quick, I, I just finished some. I think this is going to help a lot of you. Um, I just finished a book on emotional intelligence, and me talking about Noah and Bennett had me thinking of this, and I wanted to bring it up now. I don't know if any of you watched last season of The Bachelorette. I guess you call it Tasha's season more than Claire, because Claire was really only there for a couple weeks if that with Dale. Uh, Bennett brought that emotional intelligence book to Noah and was telling him how he was deficient in all of that. If any of you remember, if not, and you haven't seen it and planning on seeing it, I don't want to ruin it for you, but I kind of already spoiled it. Anyway, Bennett gives Noah a book on emotional intelligence and I've had some kind of, wouldn't say free time, but some time to really work on myself and figure out kind of where I am going and always bettering myself. I think that's super important and attractive to other people too. And I think a lot of you probably are in the same spot, but I actually read the book that he gave to Noah on emotional intelligence. Of course, it's from Harvard. I think it's called, I should know this, but I want to get the name right for you. I think it's Harvard Business Reviews, 10 Must Reads on Emotional Intelligence. It's like 200 pages, guys. I would read it. You can get the audio book. I know I'm more of a of a audio type learner than visual. So I got the audio book of it and it was super great. And I learned a ton about emotional intelligence. And I think the self-awareness part of emotional intelligence is definitely playing out during this season as it does every season. But this episode, it really hit home and talking about Bennett and Noah there from the last season of The Bachelorette had me thinking about that. So I actually did just finish that book. It is a great book, guys. If you're wanting to work on yourself and better yourself, I would recommend it to everybody in the world. Even if you are not in a relationship, it's always good to be self-aware of things that you can do while being emotionally intelligent. And that book will definitely allow you to do it. It has a blue cover, so a lot of you will be able to see that. 
just type in Harvard Business Review uh, on emotional intelligence and you will be able to find it. I did the audiobook. You can get the normal book too, but I hate lugging things around. It's a lot more convenient to have on my phone. So that's the recap. I know we just flew through all of that, but uh, yeah, next week's going to be super interesting. Be on the lookout for one-on-ones that I do predict happening with Bree and Brittany, and I do think we will see probably MJ get sent home, and I don't think Jasenia is even entirely out of the woods yet either. So be on the lookout for that, and uh, that's the episode, and I'll talk to all of you later. One time, she loving it so much, she a bit fans feed all. I them a meet and me give her two times. That's how when me start, see the girl a get wild. Three times me give her the wickedest one. She loving that style and she love the profiles. Four times me give her that grind. Say well, fellow, colors in her mind. Fuego, say the girl about fuego. Anytime she want me, be set it on fuego. Yeah.